This is Vincent. Email thevinceman4 at gmail.com. And you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed true believers claim liberals are the smartest people in the room. But facts prove that wherever they have power, there's only failure. Our mission is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. Will a million lies save the Biden administration? If that's what it takes, Joe Biden and members of his administration are ready and willing to tell them. And the mainstream media will do their part to fact-check the lies, say the lies are truthful, and spread them far and wide. And they'll try to make the American people believe every one of their lies, too. But making up a million lies to save Joe Biden won't be easy, and he isn't helping either. In fact, every time he opens his mouth and mumbles something, he makes it harder for them to lie and make him look good. And the other thing is this. A million lies are a lot of lies. That many lies all joined together would form a chain that would stretch all the way to Mars and maybe even beyond. But Democrats, they're really good at telling lies, so I'm betting that they and their friends in the media, they can do it. The question, though, is this. Are a million lies enough lies to save them? Realistically, it might take two million lies or even three million lies, and that's assuming enough people are dumb enough to believe their lies. Democrats have been lying for so long, and it's always worked for them, so there's been no reason to stop lying. Why should they stop? Every time they lie, the media backs them up, no matter how big the lie or how outrageous it is. Oh, once in a while they get caught, but then they're excused for lying. After all, their reasons for lying are sincere, and they're only trying to help people, so their lies are acceptable. No need to fact-check liberal lies, because even if they are stating something that's wrong, they're doing it for the most noble of reasons. And saving the Biden presidency is noble, and any lies they tell to help save him are being told for the best possible reasons. Of course, the same can't be said for anyone who disagrees with them. If you disagree with them, you're obviously a racist or a homophobe or a climate denier or just a plain, flat-out evil person. You're the devil, and you must be canceled. It used to be that people could disagree with each other and still be friends, but that was a very long time ago. It was before the age of wokeness, before the winner-take-all mentality that's taken over politics. Republicans, at least some of them, but unfortunately not all of them, want people to have freedom. That makes them very bad people. It's been proven over and over that the American people simply can't handle freedom, so this outdated concept must be thrown away. So Joe Biden is under attack because he's failing. He's failing because his policies are some of the worst in American history. Now, it's possible that he's failing, too, because he's senile. His handlers did a pretty good job of covering that up during the election. And they covered up for his rotten son, too. But they can't hide it anymore. People are seeing it for themselves. What were they thinking, the people who actually are in control of the White House? They hated Donald Trump so much 
that they were willing to put this feeble-minded old fool in the Oval Office. Donald Trump was a monster, they said. He wanted to build a wall and build up our military and take a strong approach to foreign policy. And he made the economy much better by telling the federal government to get out of the way of business. If Donald Trump had had eight years in the White House, he might make people believe that they could survive without the government sticking their nose into every aspect of our lives. They might reject the socialist dreams of Obama and his followers. They knew Joe Biden couldn't handle the job, that he wasn't up to it physically or mentally. But that didn't matter. Donald Trump had to be stopped. Capitalism had to be defeated and replaced with authoritarian socialism. They thought they could control Joe Biden because he was weak and feeble. They thought they could program him to say and do what they wanted, and nobody would ever notice that he was incapable of doing the job. President Obama and Susan Rice and others, they took a big gamble that they could control Joe Biden, that they could prop him up and make him look competent. And it might have worked, too. They could have kept most of the Trump policies, and if they did, maybe they could have gotten away with it. Think about it. If they had kept Trump's economic policies, people would have been happy because they would have good-paying jobs. On COVID-19, things would be better because Trump would have finally fired Dr. Fauci, and at least we would have gotten some straight answers about the virus and its origins. Gasoline prices would still be low because we'd still have the same energy policies. Inflation wouldn't be so high either because Trump wouldn't have flooded the economy with money. The border would not be open, as it is now, so we wouldn't have hundreds of thousands of illegals walking across the border, bringing COVID-19 and spreading it to American citizens, and taking American jobs, too, and lowering wages. The withdrawal from Afghanistan would have been much better, and members of our military would not have been killed. And if the Taliban didn't keep their word about forming a bipartisan government, we would have killed all of their leaders and stayed in the country until they did it right. So many things would have been better if they had just kept those successful policies in place. No one would ever even notice that Joe Biden was senile if they had done that. And even if they did notice, they wouldn't have cared because their lives would have been so much better than they are now. Instead, Obama and Susan Rice and Joe Biden got rid of all the Trump policies. That created terrible problems for the country, problems that made people mad, problems that made their lives so much more difficult. It made people look at Joe Biden, and they don't like what they see. They see failure. And now his poll numbers are tanking. Just think how much worse they would be if the media were reporting honestly about all of his failures. His poll numbers would probably set records for lack of support for him and his policies. If they stopped propping him up, things would be so much, much worse for him. And now, everyone running for the House or the Senate, or even many state and local offices, are worried that they'll lose their own election because of Obama and Rice and Biden. This is beginning to hit home for them, and they're worried and they're upset. Now, the smart thing would be for the people in charge to change their policies, but they can't do that. Joe Biden has always been very stubborn, even when the facts are conclusive, 
even when the facts demand that he change. Obama and Rice, now they can't get him to change. Now, they were very happy to destroy every Trump policy in the beginning, but now they see the results, and they see the impending disaster building for the midterm elections in 2022. They would gladly make changes to save the party, but stubborn, senile Joe is in the way. And they can't get rid of him by using the 25th Amendment either, because that would mean Kamala Harris would be the president, and no one wants that. So now the media is reporting the bad poll numbers. Well, not so much reporting the numbers, but using them as a call to action. They're telling the administration and their friends in the corporate media to start lying and start changing the subject, too. Have you noticed lately that every time Joe Biden speaks, he talks about climate change and how the weather is terrible? And the media is reporting about it, too. And they all say the end of the earth is at hand if we don't do something about it right now. And that something is to adopt authoritarian socialism. They know if they can't do it now, immediately, they may never get the total power they desire. But the American people are ignoring them. They see their food and gasoline bills going through the roof. They're going sky high. They see the disaster in Afghanistan. They see the danger of terrorists walking across Joe Biden's open borders planning to kill us. And they don't like their president calling them racist and white supremacist either. The American people are not happy. And a million lies from Joe Biden and the media aren't going to make them happy either. From now on, every lie they tell is going to cost them votes in 2022. And the more desperate they get, the more they will lie because that's all they have left. They just couldn't leave well enough alone, could they? And now, they're going to be crushed by the weight of their lies in 2022. And it can't come soon enough.